Good people of Los Angeles, Los Angeles, welcome back to the backyard with our new nice mic setup and soundboard. Tonight on the FCFC pod, we've got DJ Mike, a.k.a. Mr. Photo, a.k.a. Mr. North End Strawberry Lemonade Assassin, a.k.a. The man who's sneaking down, getting low when he's got to get the shots, even if it's bad on his knees. A guy who does it for the real ones. A guy who helps capture us and who helps conjure us. What was the other C word we were using earlier? Control us. I said he, cuck. He controls, he captures, and he was in Carson. We review a little bit of our uh, experience on this last away day of the Derby. It was called a... T-analysis. That's not what it was called. It tea was brief. called the tea brief. <laughs> <laughs> and we drink a little tea from Hiroshima with Ipe and about 1,900 of our closest friends in the backyard. Slim, you want to hit him with the warning? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the backyard of Dweez's Place in Expo Park. There are cars driving by, alarms blaring, helicopters flying over, dogs barking, all that. And as per usual, we will be using profanity. So if you're around children or at work where you shouldn't be listening to profanity... It's probably a good time to stop listening. And it's still fuck Lawrence Simon. Do you know how many shots they had in that game? They had about 21 shots. 21 shots, bruv. FCFC. DFC pod where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. It's your favorite Korean fat boy. It's Slim. Hey, how you guys doing? Sitting across from me is the sexy one. Newly taken. The spicy one. <laughs> spice. <laughs> Monday night football spice. Hey. Yeah. MNFS, let's go. <laughs> you seem really tired. I'm so tired. I mean, he, he was pretty shitty on Derby Day and then he went to, to the Raiders the day after. So what you um you saw me in the parking lot after we all got off and um you yelled at me and said, don't look like that. Yeah, stop looking like that, dude. It looked so sad. He looked like shit. <laughs> we'll get into it, but I, I fucking hate going to uh, Carson. Yeah, we hate Carson. We hate Carson. And to my right is the bearded one, Mr. Runner himself, talking about all the run clubs all around LA. The bearded one. It's the dweez. Do I, I don't want to be Mr. Runner himself. But you literally, during pandemic, <laughs> decided to just fucking run a shit ton for no fucking reason. So you are Mr. Runner. We don't do anything for any reasons. Everything we do is just for the pure enjoyment of it. So, uh... Jack off, dude. What do you mean? For the pure enjoyment of it. <laughs> Runner's for high. 15 hours? I mean... If you Depends use it enough lube, can you get to a different? Can you get get <laughs> to a different state of consciousness that way? Uh, yeah, if you're doing it for 15 hours, you might need to stick your finger in your butthole or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to get you know. FCFC recommend. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight we have a very special guest, somebody who uh, 
who rocked with us hard during uh, you know all the dickhead hours and and if if we put all the LAFC content of you know shit that was going on during the pandemic, he was like part of the lineup and the, the closer of the show, you mm-hmm. might say. Uh, we have DJ Mike in the backyard this evening. Yo, how you doing, everybody? How y'all doing? Thank you for bow, having bow, me. Bow, bow. This is where we clinky, <laughs> but we ain't drinking tonight. Cause wait, he's DJ Mike and he's photo Mike. Yeah, I mean, I you're, mean, you're one of those. The, you're one of those multidisciplinary mics. Yeah, that's the next chapter <laughs> Jordan, of the mic. Jackson, ask him. But sorry, it's quoting Biggie over here. Oh, all right. When it comes to mics. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dweez, uh, you know how to start it off. What's your oldest DJ memory, <laughs> DJ Mike? Mm. DJ memory? Yeah. Dang. Dang. That's right. I he say, was so prepared for the other question. It's, it's, no, it's exactly, <laughs> really? it's exactly when people are ready with the first question that I'm going to hit him with that shit. other question. No, but I, I did think of this one, too. Oh, damn. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. Okay. That was um, slick. It was my uncle's neighbor from across the street. It was, I think, his daughter's 15th birthday. So just like a 15th birthday, not a quinceanera, nothing like that. The pre-quince. Uh, the pre-quince. Yeah. <laughs> so pre-quince. I remember going with him to help out. I don't even think I played that night. I was just getting into it. Um, he was like, he was getting back into it and starting doing like parties <laughs> here for there for people. So he's like, oh, do you want to go? You know, help me out, this, this, and that. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. I didn't DJ, but I was like watching him, you know, mix, mix, play, watching control the crowd. And I'm like... Oh, this looks fun. <laughs> so that would be one of the first ones that I've ever had. Did you already, you already deeply loved music at that point? Yeah. Yeah. I already was getting, or actually, you know, um, I didn't listen too much at the time. It was actually through DJing that I got to learn about different types of music, mm. old school, new school, um, different genres, you know? So what was it about the act of DJing that enticed you then? Because I feel like it's usually mostly the other way around, right? Like someone who yeah. really loves music, they start digging, they're like, ah, maybe I should just play some music for some people and call yeah, it DJ. DJ Mike was but just playing like, now, this is, this is now, what I call this is music. Whatever. And, uh, um, for me, the most fun part of it is being able to control the crowd. Mm. Going from one song to another. Um, you go from, say, for example, you're playing Return of the Mac, right? You're mixing that type of music. Next thing you know, you play Elvis Grespo and people go wild for it. You know, so it's a little change to, of pace, yeah, a little change of pace, switching as, it up. As long as we're playing the real Return of the Mac and not whatever the fuck's on the radio right now, someone oh, no, took no, that no, exact hell, same beat no. and it like there's nothing changed about the instrumental and very little change about the song, yeah. and it just breaks my heart every time. No, I play the original. I play the original. I don't play none of that new stuff, but yeah. Come on, Bill Bev. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I think back on like DJs really controlling crowd, that always takes me back to the EDM days, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no DJ that can control the crowd better than like the way the EDM beats drop and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, were you? Did you solely stick with hip hop? Did you ever dabble in the EDM stuff? I did. You know what? I think around the time I graduated high school, around 2009, that's when it became mainstream. Yeah. Like my introduction to the EDM was actually Dead Mouse. Mm, Ghost yeah. and Stuff was one of the first songs I ever listened to. Actually, no, I lied. Sandstorm. Oh, yeah. Sandstorm well, Sandstorm is just, one. if you ever went to any type of conference or anything, that's usually what it starts <laughs> with. I still think he's called Dead Mouse 5, right? Dead Mouse, uh, that's what I thought. That's what, we, that's that's what everyone thought at the beginning. Because no one knew how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, he mouse. just made it really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> No. I drove my I drove my little brother out to a rave out in uh, what was it called Nocturnal? Oh yeah, yeah. I drove him to Nocturnal, Center. and I was an asshole then, way more than I am now. So if you think I'm bad now, imagine how I was then. And I just 
criticized everything I heard out of every speaker. I'm like, this is the worst thing in the world. There's all these light shows. There's all these people melting yeah. on the ground. I'm just like, what have you brought me to? Do the Whatever. drugs, bro. The candy. So much better. The amount of candy on people's arms, oh, like, which dude, I didn't even dude, realize was elbows, called candy man. at the time. It just looked like a bunch of bracelets. We're going to do a whole EDM episode at one point, but I'm just happy yeah. we're starting to wet the whistle for what will be to come on that episode. Yes, I like wet whistles. <laughs> so <laughs> as far as... Was that an actual innuendo? Was I, don't, I don't know. I was, I, if you say it in a certain tone, it sounds kind of perverted. <laughs> because I will be selling wet whistle merchandise. Ooh, from you Let's go. Dang. FCFC. <laughs> Recommends? What, what, was, what was the first one? I don't know. But so this is so interesting to come to DJing the way you did. Yeah. How many years have you been DJing now then? 2000 and what was it 2006 2007 was the beginning of it damn it's so 14 15 years 14, 15 years that's but that's older than most of our listeners of the podcast yeah. <laughs> shout out blake i've stopped when i started working retail i couldn't do it anymore because oh, okay. of saturdays closing mm. at nine ten o'clock kind of cut in so i stopped you know i'd go every now and then when i could but i you know i'd feel bad he's like no nah, i can't go i have work i have mm. work um i haven't I think the last one I've actually played played was the Expo Expo Christmas Party from 2019. Mm. It was the last time I actually played something live. Wow. With, what happens at the Expo Christmas Party, man? What's um what kind what's the venue look like? Are people dressed up? Oh man, I don't know. I had to sign an NDA for that, so I really can't say <laughs> <laughs> these fucking Expo. Yeah. NDA he means he got drunk and doesn't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, that was the last time I played. But majority of what we did was like we didn't do any anything too crazy. It was mostly like house parties, word of mouth, mm. uh, quinceañeras, corporate events. You know, we did pretty much everything. So it was, it, was, it was a really cool experience to do. Did you start being known as a dangerous man who can speak with his hands? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> he's just quoting old ass hip hop and yeah, dating yeah, all yeah, of yeah. us I right now. Like, oh, that's a I want to be dated. Me. Date me. <laughs> date Spice. No, don't date Spice. He's taken. We're good. We're good on this end, but yeah. What's what are some of the what? what give me some of the bi- the Bible. The give me the Bible of DJing. Let's say, are there certain things that you have to hold true, whether that be corporate event or quinceanera? Like, is there certain like a guideline of things to do and not do to make sure that you're controlling the crowd in the way you want to? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on like. <laughs> I, there's like, for sure, corporate events. There's no cursing, of course. You know, really? we, have to, we have to play clean music. You know, it's a professional setting. So you're like, I mean, some people do it, some people don't. I don't believe we ever played any cursing unless it was like an accident. Mm. But it's like, you got to keep it clean because you got to think about it. It's like, are they hiring you to play music while they eat or whatever it may be? You know, so does that hurt that. your soul to have to play the clean edit? Yeah, because then you're like, you'll be listening to something like, like, uh, <laughs> like it gets reversed, and it's like, man, this isn't fun. Like, come on, like, you know, I'm in love with that dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, what was it the the t- the was it the acons? I wanna love you, like instead of the other yeah. one, which is like, man, say, it, this- say it, bro. I think my favorite edited version of a song is <laughs> Tupac Thugs Mansion. <laughs> Which which part? Yeah, Contemplated, ah, Zeus, ah, Zeus, ah, Zeus. Like I don't know if I listen to the clips, but yeah, there's so there's that, and then I mean, usually some people have their preset lists, so like, okay, we want the specific, we want these ones to be played for sure. So you kind of like know going in, okay, this is what to play, this is not what not to play, you know. But yeah, Josh, do you have any experience DJing? 
No, hell no, bro. Like, I have horrible <laughs> transitions. Yeah. That's it. Nah, man. Even my mixtapes were just all over the place. You know <laughs> what I mean? There was no structure to it. You'll have Tupac mixed with some K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of it, it is practice, though. Like, there was times where I'd be in my room just practicing the same pl- the same set over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. until you get it perfect to the point where, like, you're, you're not even thinking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's that look like, the practice is set like that? So are you, like, just working on, like, when you're going to, like, transition out of one into another? Like Yeah. So you'll, you'll know, like, you normally what I do, I wouldn't play the full song. Till its entirety, because it's like, okay, you like so some songs are like three, five minutes. Yeah, so you'll nobody's play maybe, gonna get past the second. Yeah, verse you'll play the hook. yeah, you'll play the second verse and then the the chorus and then you'll mix into something else. Yeah, you know, um, but that's all it is. Like I would set cue points to where, okay, I'm gonna start from here. Mm. This is where I'm gonna transition. Okay, I get the first the first verse in the chorus, the second verse in. Okay maybe through halfway of the second chorus or maybe even like at the beginning okay i'm mixing in the next song Mm -hmm. and then it's either a fade out or or a backspin whatever it may be depending on the type of songs you know and then just going from there but then you can also like then there's experimenting too Mm -hmm. like you're going in from one genre to the next yeah like and and sometimes it works you know Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I've I've played stuff live where like, oh, this this isn't working, but I'm I'm just going with it. Oh well, fuck it, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with it, you know. But there, I have a couple sets that like that I play, you know, all the time because those are the ones that are my favorite. And then the crowds are like, okay, I know they've reacted to this, so I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah. Does Does DJ Mike take requests when you're up there and you're doing your thing? Are you gonna Are you gonna be the type that takes requests, or you kind of look at someone and be like, nah? Nah, dog, I got this. I mean, it depends on what the request is, you know? Like, if yeah. it's something that I'm already going to play, it's like, yeah, I got you for sure. But if it's something <laughs> like... I, Basically, like, if it's already on the list, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Otherwise, like, go you know back what, to I'll your play, chair. Maybe play it a little later, but if it's something completely out of the ordinary, like, uh, what did somebody ask me to play? Someone asked me to play Careless Whisper while I was playing <laughs> some hip-hop, and I looked at him like... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll put it on my list. Yeah, no, what the fuck, like... Really? Maybe towards the end when everybody's like drunk or whatever, maybe. But yeah, After I've played Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison 10 more times. <laughs> yeah. Meant to fade in, fade in and out of Careless Whisper would have been the ultimate like, DJ trick, though. I mean, that might be something you got you to gotta get back in the chamber and, and yeah. work through for a bit. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it's crazy. Um, I still, like, I'm bedroom DJ now. Mm. Like, I'll play for myself or, like, mm. If anyone's there, I was like, yeah, I'll play for a bit, you know, whatever. Um, what I really did have fun was the whole, the virtual, or the the COVID, mm. the COVID thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at one point when we were doing it, like, LAFC would have a DJ on at, yeah. like, 6 or 7. Then we would have Dickhead Hours, and then when Dickhead yeah. Hours over, DJ Mike was on. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like that for a few weeks, at, at least yeah. a month, right? It felt like an eternity. Yeah, yeah. That well, feels like a long ass time. That ago. was a just yeah. another world. Was that every, every other night or like I think twice it was every a week? Saturday, like I would try to go Friday or Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Wait, there yeah, were yeah, days yeah. of the week back then. I thought it was just one continuous on Friday. Yeah, blur. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know we were doing weeks back then. Yeah, that was wild. Though. That was our first. That was DJ Mike's first collaboration with FCFC, though. Mm-hmm. I think that was uh, a beautiful, beautiful thing that came out. Yeah. I remember the first time I went live, I was just practicing at the time. And then people were joining. They're like, oh, cool, cool. We'll do this and that. Um, 
I want to shout out somebody. You know, LAFC Rich still owe me a pair of beats. So yeah, get, hey, get this man for those, his, you know? Accountability. It's like, <laughs> it's like the way that she still owes me $45 for that break that he never did on benchybreaks.com. <laughs> ben, oh, Every yo. time I see him, I forget. It's like being around him is like, getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle and I'm just like where am I where's yeah. up is down because Ben right. has an aura you know he travels with this presence and I never and know if he's being sar- cool and I never jacket. know if he's being sarcastic or sincere yeah you never know what that for the That's way he, he compliments people is the worst <laughs> he doesn't even listen to this podcast while we he doesn't fuck you Ben <laughs> he doesn't really I thought he I'm did I'm pretty sure he doesn't because wow. he's he's a sociopathic bastard fuck you Ben wow Ben's still cool though shout out to Ben <laughs> <laughs> so What's your first football memory? That's the question I did think about. So, first first football memory. I believe it was... I can't remember what year it was, but I remember being woken up in the middle of the night to watch a soccer game. I want to say it was one of the Mexico games when they played somewhere else in the world. I remember waking up, being oh, upset for being woken up. O2 World Cup? I want to say guessing. it's O2. It might have been O2 yeah. World Cup. Yeah, I remember my dad coming in waking me up. He's like, come on, let's go. Let's go. I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. Like, what are you doing? I was I was young at the time. Yeah. I don't remember the game too much, but that's that's one of the first football memories that I have. Watching the, like, you know, waking up to watch the game with them and everything. Do you remember if they won or not? I don't think so. Like, I don't remember. Like, so that's, it's back that's, to bed and like, oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, I probably got up to watch it for a bit and then just like knocked out on the couch. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 2002 was definitely mm-hmm. like that. We we I mean you had the same type of memories, right? 2002. Yeah. Yeah, and we were I mean, we we're still 3 hours ahead on the East Coast, but still it was early as fuck for us. I can't imagine <laughs> for you guys. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous yeah. the time we were waking up for those matches. Yeah, like when you're woken up by like your dad shouting, like it's just like what the fuck and it's like I know it's like between the hours of 3 and 6 in the morning like what the hell is going on, but um, Yeah. So, uh, so Papa, Papa DJ Mike, what, what team apart from the Mexican national team did he ride for? Did he, did he loop you in? Were you a, a, a legacy supporter of any team? Were you born into any the specific? We, the one we did support was Liga Mekis. It was uh, Monarcas de Morelia. Mm. Now they're not, they're non-existent anymore because they sold the team, but that's the team that my grandpa supported. That's the team that my dad supported. So I was like, okay, I'm going to support it too. Mm. I remember getting my first jersey uh, from my grandpa when he came back from Mexico, I believe in 2005. So I, that was, I believe that was my first ever soccer jersey. Is Morelia, is Morelia a city? Yeah. Where, where I is believe, Morelia? I believe it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's the capital okay. of it. Uh, some people are probably going to kill me for not knowing that, but yeah. It's all good? Like, yeah. Did uh, your pops and his pops and that whole side of the family rode for Morelia? Yeah, they're big supporters. They you know, watch the games every now and then. They're, majority of the time, like I'll try to catch games too. Um, I unfortunately never got to go to the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad did go the last year that they were they were there, which I believe he went in December of 2019. I was supposed to go to Mexico with them that year, but... I think work didn't, I couldn't go because mm-hmm. of work. Um, but then I remember him sending me photos from his burner phone over there. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, look, look where I'm at. And then I'm at the stadium. And like, I got a jersey with a couple cousins and stuff. Like, wow. he brought me and he brought my brother back a jersey. I, I think we brought scarves as well. Like, I have a new scarf mm. too and all that. But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of sad that I have, didn't get to go see him when they were still there. But, you know, 
Yeah, what was it like? I mean, they got sold. How did your family react? Like, what what happened? Devastated, man. It's like, like you know, you're supporting this team for so long, and it's like, I think I forgot. I don't know if it was I forgot who or how we found out. I remember one day at work, I seen the the article of it, or it might have been on Twitter. Mm. It's like, oh, the team is being sold, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they're selling the team, and then next like i follow them on instagram like their socials and everything mm -hmm. like from one day to the next it was switched off to i think masatlan fc so it wasn't even like a i don't even remember them doing a proper goodbye or anything like that wow. it was just one day from if i remember correctly it's just one one day was monarcas morelia and the next thing you know it's masatlan fc same it's, stadium no they moved it they, oh, they moved everything. in a different i believe that's sinaloa oh wow not too familiar not too familiar with my and so that stadium is just sitting there empty right now I no, I think they were able to get a. They have a second division team now, I believe. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of it. I think it's like. I can't remember the exact name of it, but they. I believe they play there. Mm. Yeah. So maybe Damn. next time I go to Mexico, I'll probably catch one of those games. I I support them too. Yeah. Like okay, that's the team. That's the team I'm gonna roll with. You know. Wow. Yeah. I can't. I don't have a Liga MX team. Like you know, there's there's the big teams like Chivas, America, Leon, whatever the other teams, but I just can't get myself to support them. Like it wasn't my team when you know it wasn't my team when I was when the other team was there. Now that they're not there, I'm like, nah, I don't I don't think I could do it. You know, even though like I have friends that are Chivas fans or friends that are America fans or whatever it may be, it's just like I I feel like I'm betraying my team. You know. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like I can't. Maybe one day, maybe you know, I'll catch games here and there. Like I know, I, was it Chivas play? Someone's playing. Bank. Someone's playing tonight. Yeah, is right? it tonight or tomorrow night? It's tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. We're no. recording this on a Tuesday. We believe that Chivas are playing at the bank right now. Yeah. We could be wrong. I, mean, I, I believe it's. I think it might be tomorrow night. But yeah, like I catch one of those games. I think we went to go. I forgot. I think it was. Oh, I remember one year. This is another football memory. I went with Edgar and his family to go see America play Cruz Azul. Mm. Yeah, they play Cruz Azul, and they ended up winning in penalties, if I remember correctly, and going wild for that with all of them. That was pretty fun, too. So where did it start to take on, like, you know, I always get curious about this for those who grew up with parents that were into football, but, like, because yeah. mine were not. Where did it start to become yours, and it was no longer you know, something you sort of inherited or grew up with where you were like, all right, now I'm DJ Mike solo, solo dolo. This is, this is something that I'm interested in on my own for my own accord. Do you for remember a moment? Yeah. Like where it started to feel like it was really yours. Maybe it was LAFC. There's another team in there before LAFC. I'm sure. From hailing from, uh, yeah. the, uh, across the pond from us. <laughs> I hope it's the right pond. <laughs> I hope it's the right us. I hope it's the right across. No, um, are you a Manchester United fan? I am a Manchester United fan. Yeah. Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. GGMU. It's on back. You're winning the bro. <laughs> DJ Mike was one of the first to buy a Cristiano Ronaldo yes, I did. kit. Yes, Man I United did. Kit from LA. Okay. Shout out to Slippy for hooking me up with that. All right. When he got him in stock, I drove right over there, had him help help him press the name on the back, and yeah. Took it home. I had a warning. Wait, yet, didn't though. did did Ole let that happen? Like printing the Ronaldo kit, or did you guys have to wait for that too? What What do you mean? What do you mean? As just, just doesn't play Ronaldo. Huh? huh? Ole? 
Ole, is that the wheel, Ole? The coach of Manchester United? I thought he's not fucking with Ronaldo right now. I'm trying to get un- under you guys' skin. He it's not working. It's Ollie. It's Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ollie? I don't even know. I don't even know. Ollie? 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 It's Ollie. Ollie. Is it? Ollie gonna suck shot. Yeah. It's uh, Ollie, not Ole. But well, when, did, when did the United stuff come into effect for you, bro? So, my remember my dad getting the jersey from my uncle Lynette who came over. It was the, I can't remember, I want to say 2006, 2007 away, the blue one. Mm-hmm. The blue one that has what Vol Vodafone on the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. Also, oh, your dad was way, way ahead. Yeah, on that stuff. so he was with that. So uh-huh. the reason I'm a Manchester United fan is because of my dad. Mm-hmm. Was it? Did it have a, a nameplate on the back? No, or was it, just, it was a just a plain jersey. I remember, uh, getting, I remember getting seen. Oh, that's sick as fuck. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Vodafone, the Vodafone uh, hit is so fucking powerful. Man. Yeah, dude, so those jerseys sick. are sick. I have the black one. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's a little snug, but I have it. <laughs> um, was it in a serious? Serious, serious watching it until maybe, maybe like a couple years, not a couple years ago, but like six, seven years ago. Like I started um, watching it heavily. And then just like now it's like every Saturday, every Sunday, like watching the Manchester United game, waking yeah. up super early to watch it. Like you we know? talk about this when the Super League shit was going down, but like as much as like, you know, we hate the American presence in trying to like franchise sports model stuff. Yeah. Like I became a fan of United because I got to watch the games through all these American means of buying TV rights and having yeah. it on app streaming access. Like I, to be fair, like I, when Park Ji Sung joined the team, I think I read, I was like reading scores in a newspaper. Like oh, that's, shit. that's how far I was getting and ESPN.com every once in a while, yeah. but that's as close as you can get. Never a live game, barely a highlight. And so yeah. having the live stream experience, like while I'm taking a shit in the morning is pretty ridiculous. Oh, yeah. you know? I've done a couple of those. I'm in the bathroom. You know, <laughs> oh shit, score goal, stand up. Oh shit. No, full yeah, 90. <laughs> like I didn't know, like before I came to LA, I didn't understand that people have been meeting in West side pubs and bars pay-per-view style like we heard from Pierce and Timmy Maher to watch these games on tape delay or even live and I was just like I guess it's just life as someone who like kind of supports a single player from a club in in the UK but like now it's just like holy shit like from 4 to 4 a.m. to about 1 30 in the afternoon it's just like wall to wall like live coverage right damn that's a difference there was was definitely an era before NBC Sports let's put it that way right 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 and that was a darker dankier era inside of smelly <laughs> rooms in the doldrums of Santa Monica yes you know I want to go back to um, cock and bull cock and bull cock and bull though when you're talking about um, Monarcas 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 yeah. folding I know Dewey's when you interviewed a lot of the D9 guys for your piece they were talking about um, the Chivas USA days and that it when they folded, it felt like losing a family member, right? And just the idea of a club being there one day and the next they're not, yeah. right? Like for your family, for your dad, has he moved on past? I mean, they, has he in the second division team? They like watch, you? they watch the league I Mickey's, but I don't think they support anybody as of right now. That's mm. friggin' heartbreaking. You know, it's yeah. just watch. Like I'll go over and my grandpa, like I'll ask him, hey, you know what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm watching. Cruz Azul versus America or something. It's like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. you know, how's it going? It's like, oh, this, this, this team's winning this, this, and that. Right, right. But it's not like, you know. That's my team. That's part Yeah, of there's now. not like no team there no more, you know? That's so sad. Yeah, I mean, there's this idea that you'll support your club until death, but what happens when your club dies on you? Yeah. That's like the lingering yeah. question that it's your dad's hard. dealing with, yeah. you guys are dealing with. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to support another team. Like I was saying, it's like, you know, yeah, we can, but it's like, you know, I feel bad because, you know, I was all these years with this other team and now I have a new one. It's like, right. you know, 
like why fandom is fun is because we build up all these fucking castles for ourselves mm-hmm. and like say like art colors are the only ones that that, that really matter mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it just stops mattering and then you're just like yeah. left with this shit right yeah. like all your tattoos all of a sudden it's the experience of watching the Golasso show. I don't know if you guys have seen this yeah. show yet. Uh, that uh, what's the channel that it's on? CBS Sports. I think yeah, it it's on, it on the Paramount Plus CBS Sports Network. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. on Champions League days and Europa League games, it's just showing all the goals all the time. Right, There's just right. no no one cares. Like you know, you're just like ah, it feels very. It's NFL red yeah. zone. Exactly. Yeah. It's the fantasy football effect Versus on yeah, yeah. soccer. Right. Mm-hmm. You need to have a horse in the race. I think that's uh, that's the way I'm going to put it right there. Do you have a Liga MX team, Luis? I do not. I do feel, do you feel like strange, you have room in your heart. For, I do feel for a strange uh, nearness to Leon after our trip there, mm. and I feel like I liked. I fucking hate losing there too. Jesus. <laughs> I hate <laughs> losing there too, but I liked that region, mm. and I it's felt it's a really nice area. I've never been, but I felt it was nice. like kind of like I couldn't imagine myself hitching myself to one of these bigger teams like Club America or yeah. Chivas like I don't yeah, I, yeah. you know like, what I'm saying it's like, like it's I so couldn't. easy to to pick one of those teams it's like yeah. oh they're, they're the two biggest ones let me just pick one but it's like when you support a smaller club it's I found myself wanting Leon to win really badly when they were playing against the Sounders the other day yeah yeah, so, yeah same you know what I mean so I don't know if that's a I don't know what that was but yeah. maybe we'll find out do you have one uh I like the Pumas kits. <laughs> that's as far as, that's as far as I know. But um, oh, my favorite yeah. my favorite kits are actually the the Cholo ones. Oh, the, the Cholo ones, ones by are anything nice. done by Charlie. Like the Charlie kits are fire. Ah. And they had a Star. I believe they had Star Wars uh, kits also. Like they collaborated. The with, yeah, they collaborated. With, I think they're like a Darth Vader one or a Stormtrooper one. Like, yeah, what a what a Tijuana club makes sense just because of the proximity of it. In this case. I think I'd have to go down to a game. You went to a game, didn't you? No, no, no. Oh, you I never didn't, went? No. Okay. I didn't catch one there. Well, we no. need to go to more League MX games, I guess. I'm down, That's man. the lesson I'm here. down for a Cholo game. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be sick. Should we take a, a break and be back with DJ Mike in part two of the podcast? Your break time. We're back here, FCFC Pod Segment 2, and we're bringing back a beloved, a beloved segment. Beloved segment in Segment 2. It's called ID, the IG, FCFC. <laughs> so not only is this at DJ Mike, this is also the more professional Michael Ramirez photo. And I want you to walk through some of the earlier, earlier posts you have yeah. here on this IG. I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at, uh, February 28th, 2020. I see someone's wide ass back. Is it AC? (laughs) 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 We're in a number 97 Listamos kit. Walk me through. This is the, this is one of the one of the first ones I've seen you post here. What Wait, is AC born in 1997? I believe he is. He was oh born in 1997. That's probably why he put it on his back. Because I would have put 91. I, oh, dang. I just gave away my age. Shout out to Young Dweez and all those people turning 30 this year. Dang. Shout out to me. Um, but, yeah. Shout talk- out to me. <laughs> 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 
Is that is that a problem, <laughs> motherfucker? Oh yeah, you don't have a mic, so yeah, you can't tell me if it's a problem. Hey. Fucking Edgar, Edgar told me to go and swing at me. Yeah, I'm done shit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Michael Ramirez photo. Can you can you walk us through the the kind of um, the birth of not only his Instagram channel but the the stronger involvement with taking photos for the North End and beyond? Yeah. So how how it started? Yeah, how it started, and where and what this picture's from the the kid launch. That's from the yeah the, the season three season three what second primary kit launch yeah that photo i remember taking my camera and just getting pictures but at the time i think it was too dark so a lot of those pictures came out super grainy and blurry mm. so i did the most i could try to get with this one like there's this one there's actually another photo with that that i never posted so Ooh. this one i was just like that that one that one was pretty cool. I was like, Alex is just standing there. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty sick. You know, at least almost they just the kids started saying that. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's on the new kit. Let me try to get a photo of him. And I, that's that explains that photo there. I was like, it's pretty. I like the side as a pretty cool shot. Is it hard um, getting the angles you require because you're so tall, or is that, does that come into effect? Oh, my knees it... kill me. <laughs> like being taller, so I gotta like squat a bit. Yeah, yeah. And kind of you know set it up really nice. You know, kind of angle it and all that. So like after after games like my feet and my knees are on fire. Damn, I mean you know? we were lucky enough to talk to Edgar earlier on about just like what he likes about taking yeah. game day photos, what he likes about taking more portrait photos. Do you have yeah. a favorite thing right now about what what kind of photos you like to take? Um, it'd be the game day photos. Yeah, the, the supporter photos, like uh -huh. being able to capture those moments of just people going you know crazy supporting the team. Also during the celebrations. It's like like whenever there's a goal, I'll look around and just start shooting. Yeah, trying to you know trying to get everybody in focus, but like you'll get some of those photos like you get like the beer thrown in the air, yeah. the water thrown in the air, and it's just like pure like pure joy. You're capturing pure joy of people at the in their moment, you know. And you're a footy fan too, so like you, I think there's. <coughs> It helps if you know the game because you can kind of anticipate the moments when yeah. it's going to happen. Like, is there kind of, um, are there moments you look forward to being like, okay, I'm going to set up here because there's a probability that something great is going to happen right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends. Like, if they're running towards it, they're sprinting. I was like, oh, shit, let me get ready. Let me go stand in a certain spot. Mm -hmm. Like, my favorite part to stand in is right in front of the capital stand, maybe a couple of rows up. Like, usually I'll sit right in front where the goal is at. So, maybe not by like it's the expo section expo in between expos and corbos so i'll sit there like a lot of my photos are mostly of benny just because like he's standing in the front but when yeah, i yeah. turn around it's like you see all the fans back there and it's like okay when you score a goal it's like i'll turn around oh i'm not gonna turn around because i won't hit the mic uh turn around and just start shooting and you see everybody celebrating hugging each other and it's like wow like then i'll go back and review them and edit them. i was like damn i got all of these these are pretty sick like i didn't think i would be able to capture them so fast but yeah that, that's usually my favorite part running around the north and taking photos i feel like benny got enough great action shots already i look at him sometimes and be like man you're a fucking superhero well, i got you in like all the flying poses punching poses do you yeah, still have him in your bathroom I do, I do, I do. I, have, I actually have, I have a, his crotch grabbing pic. Yeah, the legendary photo of him grabbing his crotch in front of his latan. You just see his latan walking away. I, I just think it's weird that you have a picture of Benny grabbing his crotch while you're grabbing your crotch. It helps me concentrate on being the better man that I want to be. Okay, if that's if that's not too big of a deal, Sam. I mean. Do you, boo boo? I just Thank think you. it's special that you have it that way. Yeah. I mean, who else can say that about themselves? The, wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> so, so you go from wanting to 
control the crowd to wanting to capture the crowd. Yeah. Mm. What is it with your fascination with crowds? I mean, really. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. put what it like that. I really don't kink know. is this, dude? I mean, <laughs> you love people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love being around people. Like it's cool. I mean, sometimes it's a little like, oh no. I mean, there's too many people here. Like especially during COVID time, like it was like you get a little claustrophobic, you know. Yeah. But like, I enjoy being around people. Like controlling people, like when you're DJing, is pretty fun. Like I was saying, you know, you go from one emotion to the next, one track to the next, one genre of music to the next, and you see the explosion of playing that one perfect song at the right time when everybody goes, oh, shit, like, let's go, you know? I see Dweez's mind gears turning, psychoanalyzing yeah. you about going from <laughs> controlling the crowd to just capture, capture the crowd. control crowd. We're all yeah. working with these C words over here. I'm trying, you know, what, I'm you just... call me? What? <laughs> <laughs> Alliteration, Josh. Ooh, it's just okay, okay. simple alliteration. Got you. Got litter device. I got it. I think that uh, we would be remiss if we didn't describe in detail the glorious shots that our boy just took of our trip to Carson, another C word, over the weekend. Mm. Sign language banners went up. Yeah. Smoke and other things were popped off. We got some insane photos from this man sitting right here. I think Thank those you. are some of your best ones that I'd ever Thank seen. You. Do you Thank think you. so? Do you feel that way? Like after, and we're only two that, days removed from that. Those are insane. Like, <coughs> I remember them mentioning they're gonna they're gonna pull the banner up. Like, but I didn't know any about the other stuff. Like, I didn't know. So allegedly, 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 I didn't know. I didn't it could have just been the way that the sun was shining against the yeah. you know the stadium architecture. Uh -huh. we, it all could have just been an <laughs> optical illusion. Yeah, but my point is, was he was able to take photos of such an optical illusion in a beautiful way. Yeah, um, I was there because uh, I was trying to get a picture of the actual banner. So I was like, I was standing off to the side, trying to raise my camera as high as I could. Next thing you know, the flares are going off, the smoke is going off. I'm like. And I'm looking at it like, oh, shit, this is pretty sick. So I just kind of uh, squat down a bit and start snapping away. And it wasn't until later on I reviewed the photos and I'm like, oh, shit, these look sick. Like, I How many photos did you shoot that you'd have to scroll through to find like that shot that you need? I'd say in that moment, which might, I mean, that one? moment maybe lasted what were we, 20 seconds, yeah, 30 seconds? Yeah, it didn't last too long, but I was able to, I think I got around like 20, 20 30 different photos. And, okay, so about one a second, yeah. basically, Try if we wanted yeah. to break it down yeah. like that. Yeah, so I got a good amount, but then it's like some of them are like, there. so there's a good amount of the, the ones that I did post were the best ones mm -hmm. because there's one photo where it's full on flash mm. from the, the flare. Oh. So it's like it kind of blows everything out so it doesn't really look too good mm. um it looks cool but it doesn't really look too good as far as the other ones did do you ever keep you know? some photos just for yourself the very best ones and don't <laughs> give them to the people <laughs> even though you love crowds like yeah. secretly you keep some for you um that you don't there really. might there might be yeah there might have been a few that i was just like Ooh, i don't know hidden if i should, stash, share. I should share these just yet yeah, should hold on to them but majority of the photo i do share like i'll go like Usually after a game, I'll, I'll up and put them on my computer. Or I, I actually I do majority of my editing on my phone. Whoa, for real? Yeah, majority of editing is done on my phone. Drop the app. What are you using? Uh, Photoshop. Uh, Lightroom. So the Lightroom, Lightroom. app. Okay. So the Lightroom app. Um, I have a Lightroom app, and then I have the Lightning to SD card reader. So like either, well, either at the end of the game, like I'll review just a couple photos, or even like when I get home and I'm like, I'm just you know taking a shit or something. Like I'll just review all the photos and shit. Um, copy them over to Lightroom and just start editing them and then the following day like I'll share with everybody else because like sometimes I don't share them right then and there because I'm like really tired mm -hmm. so like maybe the following day doesn't look as good 
So I usually take the night just to think about it again, go back and re-edit. Oh, maybe this this looked good last night, but it doesn't look good now. So just go back and edit it there and then just upload them and share them, you know? How long does it usually take to edit a photo? <sighs> um, Maybe like a couple minutes. Yeah, depending you do on it the pretty photo. quickly. Yeah, I mean, like I have, I have a preset already made. I have a couple other presets that I use. So basically I'll throw those on whichever one looks the best and then just fine tune it from there, you know? How would you define um, the kind of presets and the editing style that you have? Like, what kind of feelings do you want your photos to convey? Well, for the North End, it was, like, dramatic, you know, because you're like, yeah. Dramatic, filter. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's, like, more warm, golden tones because it's, like, you know, our colors are black and gold. So, like, I'm not going to throw anything cool, like, blue or whatever. So, I try to keep them more on the warm side. Get the blacks really dark, you know. Um some contrast and all that but like majority of the photos are edited pretty much the same way unless it's like during a gate day, uh, day game so like the day games are a little bit the day games are a little bit harder because it's a little bit brighter mm. um but i have a preset set for that too but like my favorite time is to shoot at, at night you know just shoot the night games i think some of my even in response to the the tifo and the smoke that you got on mm-hmm. uh, in carson some of my favorite photos in that set are um the march into the stadium grounds towards our seats. Yeah. And I think that we've seen some incredible photos from that in the past. Like when we're all doing our on the war path, like camo gear, I know there's some really, really great ones to come out, but also like um, just that idea and capturing the atmosphere of being on enemy territory. Like what, what do you see on people's faces when you're starting to shoot this stuff? Like what, what, what kind of uh, emotions are you seeing on them? It's like it's a, it's a mix. Like there's a lot of people excited. There's like people looking like like up like angry, but like not like oh man, we're here. Like it's more like yeah, I'm excited. I'm angry. You know, I'm ready for this. You know, excitement. So I mean, there's a there's a bunch of different ones. Like I remember for that one, what it was that I had, I didn't get them all marching in. Like thankfully, I had to go get my my pass, so I had to run all the way to the north west side mm-hmm. so i got my pass and came back when i came back everyone's already ready to march in so i just like snaked my way to the front met up with imad and then just started shooting from there there was like a bunch of different photos like even when you were passing like the, the people playing the live band like i ran up the stairs to try to get a shot from the top and all that right there was a live band there that yeah was there, was a li- there was a live band fucking and then losers they started playing like as soon as you were walking by they started playing we we're like man what the hell you know what, what yeah. you, what's up with you guys you know but yeah, that, that was that was really really fun game. Yeah, they were sure. no, they were saying shit like we love you guys, and then we were like, you started playing, fuck you. <laughs> well, it was, the, it was the biggest crowd that I'd ever seen before. Yeah. So they felt you know the need to sharpen the sharpen the skills. You mentioned Imad. Yeah. Shout out to our boy Edgar, who's Edgar. who's here in the back. Imad. You know, other photographers who've been on the pod. What have you, what have you learned from from these guys? Like, do you as your sort of fine-tuning some of the things you're talking yeah. about, the aesthetic you want to do. Like, are there things that you sort of watch Edgar, you watch Imad, you watch other photographers that are at these yeah. games and you learn? And what have they been? Yeah, what have you what have you gathered from these guys? Is it is it like that? I don't know what it's like in like the internal yeah. in the internal photography world, like how much people learn from each other or share yeah. and that kind of thing. Um uh one of my biggest influences and one of my biggest, you know, of everything for photography is Edgar. Edgar is the one that taught me like pretty much a lot of the stuff. Like, I remember starting to want to shoot. This was December 2019. 
Um, I hit him up. I was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of shooting, but I don't and know. And this at this time, you you didn't even know no. that much about cameras or nothing. I knew some. Like, <coughs> so the photography actually went goes a little bit deeper than than just the north end stuff. Mm -hmm. um, my dad and my uncle would shoot. Like they shot photography. Um, they would do weddings. They would do this, this, and that. I remember going a couple times with my dad to do it. Um, but at the time, I really, really wasn't interested in thinking back now, you know, it would have been pretty cool to, to learn all that stuff back then. Um, so, I, like, you know, I pick up the camera every now and then, you know, but it really wasn't anything serious up until then. And then that's when I hit him up like, hey, I'm thinking of getting a camera, you know, I want to do this, this and that. But like, I don't want I don't want to bite your style. I don't want to, you know, intrude or anything. He's like, like, dude, do, do what you want to do, you know. So I'm like, OK, cool. So I started to I bought the camera in 20 December 2019. Um, for my birthday, I got a little bit better lens. So I actually got the better lens before the Peñarol game. So that's the, the first game that I shot. Like I was able to bring the camera in and take photos from there. So I, every, I you know I hit him up for, I hit up Edgar for tips on certain things here and there. He was like, hey, what do you think this looks? How do you think that looks? So everything I do, like all my photos, all my editing, everything, it's all thanks to him. He's the one that's been showing me everything. <laughs> all right, we don't we don't no, like when you big up gonna... people that we like but don't really like. <laughs> wow. What did he do to you? Yeah, what did he do to you? I don't know. I'm just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what do you mean? There's no rhyme or reason to why I'm a piece of shit. I'm just a piece of shit, Edgar. Don't, don't you walk you over know, here. Don't, don't you walk don't over here. Don't try to commandeer a mic, bro. Me and Spice are already beefing. Don't tell me I got to beef with you. Now. <laughs> oh, it's No, actually. Edgar, I, don't worry. I'll never beef with you. You should respond the to our group text. The quicker, enemy bro. of Sorry. my enemy is my have, friend. Have so job. fuck Spice. <laughs> Responsibilities. Tend to. Fuck your job, bro. <laughs> yeah, you Wait. fucking football hood hopping ass motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, uh, so we do we do have Edgar right off mic for for people who haven't got the clue yet. But um, DJ Mike, this is a big. Um, is there something you want to a heartfelt message you want to send out to Edgar, just about? where you are currently in your photography career and something you'd like to say to him. Oh, if I could speak directly yeah, to him? Speak directly yeah, speak directly to him. Right there? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. If you could say anything to him. Say, say, yeah. If he could hear you right now. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say, I would say thank you for everything you've done for me, for photography, dude. Like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Like, oh, and, you know, so Helping sweet. me out with everything, like, for uh, honest, 100% shit. Like, I, if it wasn't for him, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have shot Sunday. Like, like that's not that. That wasn't even for the thirty two fifty two. That was Imad asking me to shoot for the club, Ooh. which is, which is like, wow. The Imad call up. Funny story about that. Imad, oh my god! <laughs> All right, Edgar's Imad, coming Imad, over. Imad hit me up asking if I knew any other photographers. I was like, uh, well. Here's my cousin, but like full disclosure, is my cousin. Just so nobody accuses me of nepotism or anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're all family here, exactly. Oh, y'all are cousins. Well, are you oh. just <laughs> now? Wow. All right, you know what? what? I didn't know either, but I was playing it cool because I knew someone else here didn't know too. You know what I mean? Dude, this is just like. No, no. Yeah, this is like when he found, found, found out that Andy and Walter, Andy and Walter, Walter were brothers. Brothers. I was listening to that. Wow. <laughs> It took me a while too, though. I, I mean, like sat next to you guys in circles <laughs> like for hours on end. Yeah, we were. For real, you didn't know. 
I know. This is just the character I play. It's a little ignorant, Josh. No, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know. I love that, man. It's the fam, the family shit. I love that, dude. Oh my god. Hey, sir, we're recording a professional podcast. What did we? That other guy say? Oh, is that AC? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought it was another guy. random person, bro. Yeah, I was like, had, oh, what's going on? Recently in the backyard, we've had some uh, no, encounters. We, we had someone walking by while we were doing the podcast, and I said something. And then he thought I was talking to him, and he stopped and started like saying something over the fence. And I was like, all right. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast right now, don't come over to our fence while we're recording and say things. Schedule a time, and we'll have you on, we'll have you on the pod. We all, one at a time. Okay, one at really, a, one we only have one extra mic now. Really one, one, extra, one at a time. We've, shout out to Casey Dugan, who, uh, sh- who complimented our new sound. But our new sound requires that we can only have one guest on at a time. So we just don't get those mob pods like we used to get, at least when we're in the backyard. Should I have a hotline for people to call in live? We tried, but Shit. I think no one was calling. Nobody in. called us. Wow, if I would have the number, I would have called in every show. <laughs> so AC and PETA just arrived here. We've Shout got ourselves a full a full Monty from the Expos. You know how they say <laughs> oh, the full yeah, Monty? Full Monty yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think all my jokes tonight are just a little off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In both the delivery and the sense. I don't know what's going on today, Dweez. It's a little it's scary. Not, you kind of look like There's a, no bucket hat on you right now. That's why. Oh. Oh, he, with the hat off, though, he looked like... Um, Me and Slimmer have an argument off screen about Killer Mike, whether he makes bangers or not. Please write into the pod. Send your letters to self-addressed uh, packaged envelope and tell us that what you think about that discussion. And Spice also yelled at me earlier for talking about the Raiders game. He's like, we lost. I was like, oh, okay. So I can't make fun of the corporate fucking Stan Kroenke monument to capitalism. I love how you said you can't do it and you made that point already like on the pod very publicly. Thank you for putting me back to that emotion. <laughs> let's, let's take our second break. This is fucking madness. Oh, I hate myself. We are back. FCFC pod. There, there started out with just a couple of us tonight in the backyard, and now there are nine of us in the backyard. <laughs> we nice. are drinking, I would like to say, the last one to arrive, our boy Ipe from Hiroshima, hey. is here staying at the Casa de Duiz for a few weeks. We're so happy to have him. And we do have the Hiroshima episode with Ipe coming out coming someday. Out. What the fuck, Wally? <laughs> Wally was going to edit it. Wally's been on a long adventure, so we might have to take the editing into Wally's our Wally's been being an wh- international whore. So. Yeah, so, but tonight we are drinking a black tea from Hiroshima, wow. actually. Hey. Yeah. Right. Japan's not usually famous for black tea, but this uh, is from Tea Factory Gen, which is a small little area outside of Hiroshima City in Hiroshima County, Hiroshima Prefecture, as it were. Uh, that this dude makes his own black teas and oolong teas, and they're actually pretty nice. So shout out to Tea Factory again. Onomichi is a beautiful little seaside town right outside of Hiroshima. When you go out there, check that shit out. You'll hear all about it on the pod when we do the Ipe episode. Ipe, but Ipe, Ipe. we are still here with DJ Mike. We are still here in the LAFC universe. Shout out to AC and PETA there in the building. And we want to do a tea brief. Tea brief, tea brief, tea brief. A tea brief tonight. That's right. There's some DJ Quick action right there. We're going to do a tea brief of our wonderful experience 
on the buses, 13 buses, down south. It was a nine-hour all-day experience. Yeah. And Josh Bice took the crown as the most into it. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to make it nice. Oh, Spice guy shit-faced. I mean, it, it just comes with, it's a very high-strung job. It's a high-strung position. What the fuck was wrong with me? <laughs> no, that, that was just the, the one and only. That was just the uh, Is that my own interior monologue yeah. just fucking going? Yes. Slim, can you talk to us about our bus driver real quick? Because I'm going to say something mean. Yeah, all right. I don't, I, I, this word is one of my favorite words, but I don't really call people it for being this, but our bus driver was such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was such a bitch, dude. Like, dudes were trying to go take a piss and she was like, why are you taking so long? You can't poo in here. And it's like, yo, like as a customer service worker, like I don't know if you're supposed to yell at people for going to pee in a toilet that's in your bus. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're a bus full of supporters and we're going to sing and chant. We're getting shushed because like she needs quiet when she's making turns. Um, yeah, man, I guess... We, we heard prior to this that, that uh, this bus company, like, you know, had a little sour taste in their mouth with, with uh, because they had done the bus driving for the last Derby Day when Galaxy fans were coming to, oh, to the bank. Um, so, yeah, they, they kind of already, you know, felt some type of way about supporters. But I feel like our bus driver was the only one that really, like, implemented being an asshole to to the, the patrons that were on the bus. I think it might have just been your bus driver. Like, our bus driver was lit. Yeah, she I heard cool. about your guys' bus drivers. She sounded awesome. Ours yeah. was not In the defense such. of our bus driver, driving a bus in those circumstances might suck. Yeah, but, like, all you got to do is shut up and drive. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's hard? Then you shouldn't be a fucking bus driver. <laughs> but what if that's what you got to do, man? No, go be a fucking CSC security or something. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, I'm not but arguing. Yeah, the, I've already lost my <laughs> arguments with Slim for the evening, so I'm not going to go down this road. Yeah, I mean, you're. Let, let's be. I've been saying this for a while too. Is just like since COVID and everything, customer service is at an all time low. People don't know how to be courteous anymore. Yeah. Um. You know, and this was a perfect example. Why is Jada Kiss as hard as it gets? Why is industry designed to keep the artists in debt? I don't know the answer to the wire bus driver was shitty slim. All right, I don't have I don't have all the answers, okay? <laughs> but I, I felt bad for her. All right, I felt a little bad for her. I, I kind of did it first, and then oh, she kept yeah, being yeah. a bitch, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh no, I don't feel bad for you. Right. You, you yeah, deserve. Yeah, yeah. What all, all right, the let's move on. Cool. What else is in the tea brief besides this? Well, can you open the tea brief for me? What else? My favorite it? thing. Josh, you, you drank too many shots of tequila. That's what did it. Regardless, regardless of that okay. fact, there was a lot of tequila shots. But <laughs> it was the my favorite thing was that when we was yelling, fuck you, Landon, fuck you, Landon. And then someone was like, he stuttered. He stuttered. <laughs> we made him stutter. And like all this fucking like high horse fucking civil bullshit that I've been seeing on Twitter. Like, first of all, you weren't there. So you don't get to complain about it. Second of all, I'm like, I, I, Slim and I were talking about this after the match and I was like first of all you don't do a statue unveiling against your Derby Day rivals that's and dumb expect, as fuck and expect this not to happen yeah expect it not to happen and Slim was like you know why they did it is because this is the only day where they're gonna have a full capacity stadium <laughs> for them to actually have Landon yeah. feel like he's, he's he's doing something important and like I don't to be fair like I've never 
play like had a team play against one of Landon Donovan's teams. Like I don't really mind him, but at the same time, like all the fucking discourse going up to the match. He said, beat the shit out of LASC and all that stuff. And so for all that stuff to be ringing in our heads and for him to be brought out and think that we're going to just golf clap for him, which is dumb as fuck. I think just it was just a complete like PR unmitigated fucking nightmare because like this you made the bet and you made the fucking bet for this. And the statue is fucking ugly as yeah. fuck, dude. Like, I mean, they did land in dirty in so many ways. First of all, yeah. like your statue looks like right in between when like, oh, are you turning into a vampire now? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. like his statue looked like shit. Yeah. Then you're going to do this shit on Derby Day and expect us not to talk some shit. Yeah, we weren't around when he was playing for the Galaxy, but it doesn't fucking matter. He's your hero and we fucking hate you. Yeah, like, we're not yeah. going to let you fucking celebrate, right. like, in our faces. You know what that statue reminded me of? And I was talking with Edgar about this. You remember when they pranked David Beckham? For the yeah, statue? Yes. Statue. that's yeah. exactly what it looked like. They got like the that. same fucking statue <laughs> artist for a prank for the real fucking thing. Like, Galaxy they front office, yeah. get your shit together, man. Like, the fact that you thought that it was a good idea to fucking celebrate your biggest hero, like, in front of your biggest rival. But also understand that, like, your biggest hero in this city isn't isn't the biggest hero to most people. Yeah, fuck Landon Donovan sport. and yeah. his fucking hairline. What the no, fuck are you talking uh, like, about? Like, there's, there's, a, there's a respect thing that, like, the sports journalists of the world will call for, and that's fine. But, like, if anyone... If anyone is is like has this strange belief that he's beloved in this country, maybe that can be forgiven if you take the whole country as a whole. But if you take this city, do you think that like we're wall to wall Team USA fans here? You know what I mean? Like, what like what kind of twisted minds do people think? You know, what what where do they think they're building the statue for real though? Yeah, there's there's nobody that thinks that if there's like a Mexico versus USA match anywhere in the USA that. They're going to be more USA fans. Exactly. It doesn't. If happen. anything, you're building a statue in enemy territory, even there. So, what do you expect? Yeah. Is my is my question. And to that fucking cuck ass Twitter user that told everybody, I'm a I'm a season ticket holder for LAFC, <laughs> and I'm ashamed of what they did today. Fucking go watch your wife get fucked by somebody. You fucking cuck. There it is. The fucking and also, cucks someone are back. else could probably make use of your season tickets, so give them up. Yeah, give that shit up, bro. If you're so ashamed to rock the colors, like, cool, we'll take them. You're a bitch. And your wife. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, she's not tweeting, so she's okay. But like, you're a you're a fucking cuck. And also, I hope that they never build statues of players in front of our stadium. No, just don't fucking use that fucking statue no, artist. I, I just don't think you should build statues in front of stadiums. I think it's I think it's a. Uh, at least the way that I've understood our club, our club isn't about the players who play for it. It's about the community. It's about, you know, if you're going to build a statue, build a statue of Mo. If you're going to build a statue, build a statue of people who are part of the community rather than people who are on the field. Because I think that's a much bigger deal for our club. Personally, just putting it out there. What's your, what's, is, that, is that kind of a personal statue of POV? Like, what would you say about the Thierry statue? I don't think front? Arsenal's ethos is a community. Mm. You know? Like, that's not as I understand Arsenal. I'm, Arsenal's, a, you know, a global, at least, I, you know, I'm I'm not a legacy fan of Arsenal. So oh, my it, father didn't like Arsenal and pass it on to me. I watched uh-huh. Thierry Henry score crazy goals. So I'm like, yeah, shit, that's sweet. So if right, someone right. in Phoenix loves LAFC, maybe they would appreciate a, a statue built of Carlos Vela in the future as, like, the guy who broke the MLS season. But, like, personally, I wouldn't want that because right. for me this the community always came first with this club and the players have always been an afterthought and they'll all leave 
I mean, I think that brings up an important kind of a topic of like who are statues for, you know, like who in the community, for? right? Like it's important. Like I had someone come up to me talking about like the stop Asian hate stuff and was talking about how important it was to have like um, more Asian stat Asian idols, Asian statues, like kind of put up in Los Angeles to remind people how important contributions have been through Asian people throughout the history. And I was like. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment. I love what it stands for. But at the same time, like, I'm not a statue guy. Like, I don't come to visit statues. But should there be a statue like um, Jackie Robinson or something like that, a Jackie Robinson statue in Pasadena? Like, I, that was really cool to see, you know. Or even, um, where's what's the the UC that has the, um, the sprinters? That's the huge. Um, John Carlos? John Carlos statue. Like, it's a beautiful statue. And, like, it's a really cool that because they went there and they raced there, like, there was like a hundred statues. It's, capt it's there. capturing a historic moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like outright discounting statues the world over. Mm -hmm. I just think in the context Statuator. of like, <laughs> what, what do you think? Do you want statues of players in front of our stadium? With the way our system works, I don't know if there will be like a player that has that tenure. Like, but with, what if there were? Would you want that? I want to be opposed to it. I'd be opposed to it. I Mike, I mean. They'd have to are you something. are you pro statue or anti statue? Yeah, yeah. where do you stand? On are you either with Dweez or with everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would depend on the player. Ah, uh, fine. Know. Everyone oh, takes whoa. the easy way out of this. Carlos no, Carlos doesn't get a statue. Uh, Motherfuckers, he could have one in Malibu in front of Nobu or some shit. <laughs> but I, I just, I think, okay, like this idolization of the individual, this idolization of the player. I mean, that is all the galaxy's ethos, right? Like this idea that you're going to call yourself the galaxy, this mm -hmm. world of stars, we bring in star players. This is like what we're about. Then you build statues. So I think like by nature... The makes opposite of that would, yeah. yeah, it makes sense for them. I, I, I think a good middle ground would be that, like, the person whose player whose statue goes up would have, like, like a deep connection with the community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Field. It's not yeah, just it would an have to, it would have to Exactly. It would have to do with, exactly. Yeah. And I think both of those players that they have, I, I can't speak on, like, Landon Dom's involved in the community, but I remember David Beckham was more or less, like, indifferent. It was a ghost. Yeah. yeah. And you could argue that like his being here was important to grow the game and all this stuff from like an eyeballs perspective. And if you're a marketing, you know, guru out there listening to this, mm. you can shut up. Did you I don't just give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I that you're a marketing guru. <laughs> I just want to remind people, I want to remind Sociopathic people that I have time today. I just don't care. I just don't care. Today. I understand. If you just advertise something to people every day, they're going to think about it sometimes. Okay. Fair enough. But, but I don't think that either of them got you know, the statues there aren't about them doing that. Maybe, okay, so here's, if we're going to follow this middle ground, maybe the statue wouldn't even be of them in the kit, like running on the field. It would it would have to do- You're such a fucking hipster right now. Dude, just <laughs> let people be celebrated, you fucking dark motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just going to groan. Ipe, do you think statues are a good thing? Statues of players outside of stadiums? Do they have them outside of San Freche? No. No San Freche, but you know Jiko from Brazil? Yeah. Oh. So uh, he used to play in Kashima, close yeah. to Tokyo, and the statue is still there. They built the statue of Zico. Yeah. They are kind of rival, so, but still alive. What do we think about a coaching statue? Because I don't think I would be about that either. 
I want to take a comments from the peanut gallery on this statue. You know, I, I think the best way hey, speak up. Speak the fuck up. We can't hear you. <laughs> I'll just re- no. I'll relay it. It'll be funnier. <laughs> so, uh, the, oh shit! The whole, the whole thing with Slaban about how he he was like he had a statue right from Elmo, right? Mm. And they burned and it down. They burned it down. Like I would. And they burned down Ronaldinho's statue too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I mean the last thing I would want is like my hard earned taxpayer dollars you know, going into <laughs> right. You know fixing up all this bullshit. I wonder how much so, good you could do in the community yeah. with that money. Exactly. Hey, Republican AC is in the building. <laughs> NIMBY. You're going to kiss me right now, though. I was trying to think of something like really like. Edgar, do you have a. I was like, I'll probably get Do you have a statue to take? Um, not really. Yeah, because he thinks. <laughs> Edgar's on my side. Edgar's on my Edgar, side. You've been on the podcast. He rolled before. his eyes. Come on, he rolled his eyes. Edgar rolled yeah, his eyes. You, you asked me a question, I gave you an answer. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a take. On a side note, I'm. statue take is just the statue. As long as we give one to anybody stupid i'm really loving i'm really uh, loving the the kind of atmosphere if you had to pick one person yeah oh that's a good from, one like year one to now to get a statue who would it be? oh Damn. so the question was if you had to pick for me it's not a question I, a person year I, one it, to now who are you going to give the statue mo. to mo and, and, it, and it, maybe it has to do with him not being with us anymore but i do think he represented the best of us in a lot of ways are we doing Mo with the bucket hat on or no bucket hat on? Fuck yeah, on we're the doing the bucket hat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the new, um, the trapo is beautiful, by the way. Whoever painted that, I think it was incredible. Um, that hangs above our yeah. north end. I think, I mean, to me, that, like a statue of Mo, that sings in the same key as what LAFC is about. If we were to build a statue right now, I understand 20, 50 years in the future, there might be other things, but... I just, that's, this is one reason I'm against that. This is this whole idolization thing. You should have let other people answer first before giving the deep answer. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Right. Now, we, now we don't have answers to back that up. All right. See, because right. you don't have DJ anything Mike. to back up your goddamn opinions because oh, I was right. Oh, shit. I, I think, but I think the don't question. Don't hit the fucking table. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. But the question was, what fucking player? You can't just fucking. No, he said one person. Yeah, he said one person. Hey, be more specific with your questions, goddammit. I didn't ask questions. Don't concede to Slim, DJ Mike. You get, you have to pick a person with that's not Mo. No person. Let's do front office. Front office staff is yeah. in here too. Ain't no front office staff <laughs> getting a fucking. Trip. So it's only players. No, anyone, anyone in the LAFC universe. I, don't, I have no comment. I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh my! Come on, bro. I can't. You're on an exclusive. I heard. I heard podcast. DJ Mike say. Uh, Team security, Paul. You only Paul when you're Pauling. You only Paul when you're Pauling. I, I, I went there with you for a couple of verses there. No, don't hit it. Don't hit it. <laughs> Slim, how about you? No, Mo. No, Mo. Mo is the right answer, of course. So, And you know it's the right answer. And that's why my point is proven. Yeah. That it couldn't I be want a, a Lauren Simon <laughs> statue with... With Calvin, with his fucking Calvin Klein underwear that he left in his locker room when he left, so I can fucking pee on it post match every fucking match day. Ah. And I'm the one that's dark. Yeah. All right, Slim. I mean, Spice. What do you want? I want um. Fuck. This is really really difficult. Fuck. Edit point. I have no one. I have no one. I have no one. I have no one. Portugal, Jamaica, What's next? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of who was like the most beloved player. It might have been Mac if he didn't leave like such a kind of weenie. 
Yeah, well, anyways. <laughs> statues are weird, man. Statues are weird. Statues are weird. And I think we're either, we either avoid them or we both want them know. That's it. So, <laughs> and I don't want to hear anything else. Unless it's a statue of the empanada that we're going to introduce to the club as the, you know, we're going to do statue we're, <laughs> empanada madness coming soon. Empanada madness coming soon to a pod near you, to a listening platform near you. But in continuing with the tea brief of our experience in Carson over the weekend, the is there anything sucked. else? Uh, pizza sucked. Anything else people want to add before we move on to recommendations? You want to have a debrief of this experience, Josh? Was there anything else for you? I kind of want to know how you went from yeah, just your regular life to being an LAFC supporter. Who me? No, DJ. Sorry, <laughs> You're looking at me. Though. I know. <laughs> you ended it looking at me. I'm like, I, I was looking at you. Isn't I was that like, what do we, we talk have, about? Do every we have enough time? <laughs> I know, but we didn't ask him about that at all. Um, and sure. I was just looking at you like, do we have enough time to go yeah, through that's, that? That's like, DJ, DJ Mike, we've commandeered this pod to just talk about Statues. Personal, personal gripes. Uh, is there anything? <laughs> yes, please answer Slim's question. Okay. <laughs> um, wow, I'm trying to think like how I started with it. You know what? It, going back to Edgar. It was Edgar. Mm. It was Edgar. Um, you want to put a statue of Edgar up there? Yeah, <laughs> a statue of Edgar. No, just kidding. No, um, I remember hearing the club's name. Or being announced, like not the name or anything like, but being announced after Chivas USA. Mm. Um, I really didn't join, like everybody else, I really didn't join any of the, the rallies or anything like that. I remember just like, okay, cool. We got a new team. You know, what's, what's it about? Um, I remember getting the hat, the Adidas hat. That fucking hat sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> too short for me. Uh, I remember getting the hat and getting the scarf. And then for my birthday that year, before before the first season, I bought season tickets. I was like, well, the home opener is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing. Mm. Don't know when it's going to happen again. Maybe I'll just buy tickets for that game. That wasn't available. I didn't know that that, you know? So I was like, well, what did I just buy season tickets? So I bought two season tickets for my birthday that year. Mm. Yeah. Um, the first event I went to was actually the Jersey launch. <coughs> okay. That they had on... Um, the rooftop on at the, rooftop. the row? Yeah. Yeah. I went. Uh, me and Edgar had went to that one. It's funny because... I wasn't even supposed to go to that. I had a haircut appointment at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. He, yeah. Uh, I needed I needed a haircut for work, and I show up, and my barber's not there. <laughs> so this is all thanks Yo, to your barber. It, it sounds like a, like a, the TSG barber. Shout out Ernie. Stop being drunk <laughs> oh, for your appointments, you piece of shit. Sick ass, sick ass fool. He's not there, and I'm like, hey, where's he at? He's like, oh, he didn't show us today. I'm like, fuck. I was like, all right, whatever. So I leave. And then I hit up Edgar. I was like, hey, did you leave already? You know, I'm, we're down to roll. He's like, no, I haven't left. So we went up there and went to that. And then uh, I met a bunch of people. I'm trying to remember who I met first. I Give me names. Give me names. Dude, I, well, actually, you know what? It was Rich. Rich was the first person I met. Because when we were walking up, I guess they were doing the filming for the walk up or whatever. And then Edgar like, oh, this is my cousin, Mike. I'm like, Mike, Rich, you know. So I met him. Uh, I remember Monty. I met Monty there. A couple of the other expos I met up there. Um, and that was a really cool experience to do that. Like the whole, we had to leave a little bit early, but um, that was a really cool experience. And then my first, like anything supporter related, was the the first Galaxy game away. Mm. Like I remember waking up, we got there like super early. We got in there super early. And it's funny because Edgar was shooting supporters and I didn't know anybody. So basically I was there by myself looking at the photos and going back. Now I was actually standing next to Monty 
and a bunch of the drummers. So I was in that section. Because mm. um, I remember, like, I, the one of the, the memories I have of that is, like, he's Monty's drumming. And then I believe he opened up his hands and he was bleeding. So I said something about it. What the fuck? Like, I guess he's like, he just had, like, blisters and stuff. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, shit, are you good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool, I'm cool. And he just continued to <laughs> I should so put like, the fucking statue of Monty's bleeding fucking hands over there. I have there. to interject. This, this exact moment that Mike is talking about... I remember that one of the first like assignments I had working for the club was to like do some like promo for like an away graphic or something. So I'm going through like our photo files and then like archives back to like 2014. So there's every photo ever taken on the server. Mike in that photo at Carson away 2018 in the midst of chaos is just sipping on a fucking lemonade and he is looking wait, wait, bring, bring that over bring that over we have the photo in question it's not it's not the exact photo but it's very similar as to what's happening <laughs> <laughs> and it's a strawberry lemonade so it's cute yeah it's not that's just any lemonade it's a pink lemonade yeah i remember seeing this shit and i was just like this man is the most chill motherfucker unbothered yeah, I was like, yo, that's fucking nuts. But yeah, it's crazy because that that moment will live forever in that photo. That's awesome. <laughs> that's why Zlatan scored that fucking goal, bro. He saw that was probably the most heartbreaking sporting event I've ever been yeah. to. It was yeah. it was it was crazy. Like that's my first experience with the sporters there. Um, but like, you know, all the goals and everything, and then just towards the end of the game, it's like fuck. Like, you know, that goal was like fuck. Like we lost, you know that was that was it. it was how like, did you how did you sneak in a Seven Eleven Slurpee into Carson, bro? No, but th- that was a really good experience. Like I'm like, okay, I after that I was cooked. Then I was so excited for the home opener. I think I remember the the ga- the day. I think we got there like at eight or nine in the morning, mm. and then just throughout the whole day, like it was just tailgating, meeting everybody, hanging out. Like like yo, this is dope. Like I have never experienced anything like that before. Um, then and on to the game, like, I remember just running, like, following everybody else, and I ended up in the front, and somehow, like, who was it? Oh, that, there, I don't know if you ever saw it, but there's a photo of me and Don Garber. <laughs> that, and, and then the funny thing is, like, I really didn't follow MLS too much at the time, you know, I was, like, watching other, other, other leagues and stuff, so, <laughs> sorry, so I go, shake a hand, take the photo, I turn around to somebody, I was like, who's that? Like I didn't, I did not know who he was. Like, Sorry, he's not important. Like, yeah, like I didn't know who <laughs> he was. That guy. <laughs> no, but that that game, that experience, like that would be that one's one of my favorites. You know, one of my favorite ones, other than you know us beating the Galaxy in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is another one. There's a photo too. I won't go too much of detail, but I'm like on my knees crying at the end of that game. Like somebody snapped it. I was like, oh shit! Like, yeah, yeah. a lot of emotion in that game. But but the the home opener game at the end where we won, it was like. Just celebrating with everybody. I'm like, dude, I'm home. Like, this is dope. You know? What are the... All right. What are your top three favorite moments? No. No? Like, you're not doing this <laughs> Of my life? No, no, no. <laughs> of, 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 <laughs> of, of our illustrious LAFC journey. I don't think you can put it into top three. I have a top three. You I have think. a top three? Because you missed so many damn away games. Shut the fuck up, up, man. (laughs) All right, I'll go with mine real quick. That first game, Mm -hmm. when the whole stadium was waving the the gold sheets. Yeah. Galaxy, when we beat them in playoffs. And then, like, that third goal that Diego made against Mm -hmm. Leon. 
those those are my like where I just remember losing my fucking mind. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys have any different ones? I don't think there's. I can't do top three because there's a lot. There's a lot of them up there. But my favorite is like the Dio's Dio's goal, like Dio SKC goal, season two. No, 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 the Galaxy one, the supporter uh, one, like those goals, like coming up, coming, you know, him scoring those and coming over. It's funny because like he came over to celebrate because we had the big Dio two stick there, so he's running over and then Edgar the one that captured the photo and all that for that, like and now it's one yeah, of my top yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that like, he, when he came he, back. I, yeah, he was he's my favorite player. Like I was sad when he left. Yeah, you know, like. Like Dio was the guy. Like he had no fear. He'd run over people. Like he was like bodying people out there. Like nothing, you know. But that's one of them. Like there's a bunch of other ones, but that one's the the one that comes to mind, you know. What was our first tailgate at home? It can't have been Seattle, was it? It was. It was. Yeah, the home opener. Yeah, home opener. Um, that was probably one of the first times I ever tailgated in my life, and then I didn't know what mm-hmm. that felt like. And I now I know like. Most of them happen in parking lots, right, and all that. So just being on the grass and for having everyone be so welcoming and, like, just sharing food and drink, like, that was freaking awesome. Um, I'll never forget that feeling. Yeah. Um, and marching into Seattle, everyone yelling their fucking brains out, and it's cold as fuck. Everyone's, ra- like, actually using a scarf for a scarf, you know? Like, like that was fucking Scarves up. No, it's wrapped around my neck. <laughs> um and third, it's uh, when we beat Portland on their stadium reopener. Mm. And oh. um, yeah, it was a really, really close fucking game. But then um, we we held out and just like beating those smug motherfuckers in their house and shouting. Like, Soccer I, Land USA. Fucking hell. <laughs> I love, you know what? And I was, I, I just wanted to be like amazed. I think the only time I've truly been like amazed at a, an away crowd was in Leon when they started doing the trumpets and I never heard that in the stadium before. Mm. And I was like, that's fucking sick. But outside of that in the States, yeah, no, no dice so far, but yeah, beating Portland in Portland was my top three. Recommendations. We're moving. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. There's like 17,000. I could like Sacramento away was a great memory. Mm. The first preseason game away, the first away game. That was a good memory for me. Mm-hmm. I think um, Leon away. Yeah. It was a great memory. All right, we get it. You like away days that I, like I wasn't at. <laughs> I, I feel like I have like a great memory every time I go. I had great memories this weekend. Mm-hmm. I had golden moments where Josh Bice was tripping over the seats in front of us and falling onto everybody. <laughs> and he knocked over one of my beers and he started just going in on the peanut bag that I had with such <laughs> reckless abandon that full-blown good peanuts that could have been ingested were just flying. Just flying all over, getting stomped on, falling to the people below us. I was worried we were going to get accused of throwing peanuts because Josh was just recklessly attacking I realize now that my lifetime of memory. generosity can just be boiled down to, <laughs> to one poor moment in a fucking away game. No, so but I'll remember you know, this somebody, next it's a golden memory of me good. because because you are such a usually such a well put together individual and that really all all the threads I fucking came hate out. going to Carson away, bro. Um, yeah, I, I have a great I got great memories all the time. This is a great. Memory. Really this is a great memory beer? for me on some real shit. Like we got Ipe here. We're never gonna all be in the same yeah. place again. We're never gonna be able to drink Hiroshima black tea again and sit all together and me roll my eyes when Slim talks about <laughs> which my three top memories for the seventy seventh time we've talked about in the podcast. 
<laughs> he has this really genuine, cute way he does it. He's like, guys, which are your three favorites, though? It's just whenever I yeah. get reminded of it. I'm sorry. I know, but it's beautiful because he tries to be such a he tries to be such a hardened dickhead, but sometimes he's just a soft. I uh, am soft. He's the soft, cold side of the pillow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's just limp dick. No, but for real, this is a golden memory right now. We got a we got an LAFC connection here in the backyard. We get to have DJ Mike, a man who who plays music, things we love. Man yeah. who shoots photos, art that we love to, to thank witness. You, thank you. We this usually don't allow this entourages during this the episode. This is what we want. I, was like an ing- I mean, <laughs> we're, our, te- our team is going to do whatever it does. Sometimes it'll win, sometimes it'll lose. But for me, like the, high, the height of jubilation of it doesn't last nearly as long in my mind or in my heart as moments like this, to be honest. Agreed. So, okay, there you agree. go. Recommendations <laughs> by FCFC Pod. Pod, pod, pod. Um, I I don't have one yet, so we're gonna start DJ Mike because he said he was already ready with them anyways. So recommendations, round of recommendations now. Food, anything else? Anything, food. Well, if it's Uh, food, (laughs) Alex is off here laughing. Jack in the box, nah, you tripping? Jack in the box is fire. Best tacos in the world. Tacos, four tacos, No, um. They already know what I'm going to say, but shout out to Mr. Lee's KBBQ house uh, in Artesia, California. <laughs> yeah, that's the There's first place I ever had all you can eat Korean barbecue Mr. in my Lee's life. In Artesia? Yeah. Dude, Mr. Lee's. You'll rarely ever find a Korean customer there. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I paying for all you can eat there? Ten dollars for all you can eat chador and tanggupsai. Are you fucking serious? I, it probably went up. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, I think when we started going, it was like eleven ninety nine. Yeah, everywhere else was so expensive. Like we, there was there was a couple weeks or in months and stuff. I'd be going a couple times a week. You know? Yeah. When when I started in high school, yeah. it was ten bucks for yeah. all you can eat. Fucking yeah. inflation, yeah. goddamn. Thankfully, thankfully, Mr. Lee's made it through the pandemic. You know. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you guys the ones bringing the tortilla inside too? Oh, no, I don't know about all that. I haven't done it yet, but I've seen videos and it looks pretty dope. That's kind of a move, though. Yeah. It is kind of a move. I when I was doing uh, marketing for Gen Korean Barbecue, we were thinking about doing tortillas. Like, yeah, tortillas on Tuesdays only. Oh, you know. But then yeah. they didn't take my idea. Yeah. So fuck them. <laughs> Never work for a no, Korean I don't know. again. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same type of meat though, like carne asada and all that. So yeah, I don't yeah. really think it'll fly. No, no. Well, at Gen they have pulgogi and stuff. Oh, you know okay, the okay. the more seasoned stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it it did work a little better. But yeah. Um. Okay, Mr. Lee's. Can I get a music rec too? Let me. I need. A, I need some some new new tunes. New tunes. Like what are you t- like? What are you trying to listen to? Just uh, you know, I'm I'm usually about my boy Drizzy Drake, uh, me and Dewey's both. So uh, <laughs> we're <laughs> um, rolling his eyes as he closes. I can't his even eyes, like open them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They've rolled into the back of my past. Um, <laughs> my past. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm trying to think of something. Anything, right? Or give me Anything? like I, I usually like sexy R and B, little moody R and B. Oh my god! No, I'm gonna go with something a little bit different. Um, I played it. I played it during the the lives and stuff like that. The, the genre of it, it's high energy, kind of like high energy disco. Oh, so um, it's like uh, what? I can't remember the names of the songs off. I'll send you a playlist though. But high energy, it's something my uncle taught me about. Like something when they were in high school, like my aunt and all that. And the music, like yeah, it is high energy. It's like not like EDM high boom 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 like that, but it's something you can dance to. 
Mm. Like you don't even have to know the name of the songs, but just how they, you know, the melodies and all that. It's like it's really dope. You know, uh, what's it called? High high energy. High energy. Oh, okay, um, the, you kept saying it's high energy, like it's no, so high energy, but no, that's the name. That's the name of so it. So everyone's clear, so and you're not. An you idiot might like have me. heard one of the songs. Um, have you guys seen Hot Rod, right? The one with the dude from SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you remember the scene? No, uh, I don't remember any okay. scenes no, from that movie. <laughs> so, so you can look it up. So you can look it up. There's um, there's a scene where they're dancing outside with the van, and the guy's doing kind of like a like a looks like a, a jumping jack, a jumping jack type of thing, and the other dude comes and pushes him into the van. So the song that they're playing, um, Frank, what? Uh, two, of two of two of hearts two is of the name of the song. That's high energy disco, high energy like that. So if you go back and look at the scene on YouTube, that's the name of the song. Mm. All of those different, you know, those different styles and everything, like the different artists and stuff. Like that's, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy it. I play it. You know, well, when I play it, I don't play anymore, but that's the stuff we would play. And it, you know, people dance to it and everything. So it's pretty cool. Like I would recommend high listening energy. to it, you know? A whole genre is the recommendation. Yeah, I can make high a playlist, energy. like a high list energy. and send it to you guys. Dope. Like yes, the ones sir. that I would play. We're going like we, to, DJ Mike just uh, volunteered to make a FCFC radio. Playlist radio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Appreciate that. Spice, you got some recs? Yes, sir. Um, Squid Game was actually really good. I, I finished it after Benny Tran recommended last week and it's, I think, worth the hype. So, Definitely watch that. And then staying on the kind of entertainment tip, I want to recommend AMC A-List, AMC Stubs. That's right. Your boy Josh Spice on the Unlimited Movie Grind back again. We can go to the theaters back Is this like Movie open. Pass? Is this like it's movie? movie Pass, but worse and more expensive. But yeah, Wait, <laughs> Movie is Pass. That, is that the thing where like, if, okay, so I went to go see Venom this weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, Thursday. So there's two lines. There's a priority line and then there's a the regular people line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the movie A+, plus whatever, the priority line where you get the snacks and stuff? Yeah, you're looking at the priority man right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> So like we get in line, like we get in line to go get some popcorn or whatever, and they take three people before they take the the person in the regular As line. It should it's be, like, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's not. Are you, right. are you trying to just? You're saying you're just paying for the, hey, the price of admission, bro? Come on. However, you can put money into AMC. Put money into AMC. We're trying to see the stock skyrocket. <laughs> hey, st <laughs> AMC stockholders get a free popcorn still, I think. So hey, that's going on. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dang. But I did watch Venom too. Venom was, yeah, it was okay. Um, and then watch Blue Bayou. Uh, was yeah, was okay. a beautiful and powerful film. Um, definitely recommend. Mm. Also, Movie Pass was. Uh, we need to do a whole. Uh, it's probably not for this one, but Movie Pass was one, one of the most beautiful times in the history of this world. Like it was just incredible. Fucking any movie, you go to CGV and you collect VIP points with the Movie Pass, and then you're just getting your friends in for free. It's incredible. We miss you, Movie Pass. Also, CGV Caramel Corn, another strong recommendation. CGV Caramel Slimothy. Um, I've been on a fucking weight loss challenge with some TSG members. Um, so if you're looking for low carb options at places like Panda Express, they give you a veggie mix instead of the rice. Uh, if you're sick of protein style at In and Out, you can do tomato buns. Interesting. Oh, mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, my life has been miserable for three weeks, and I've been grumpy. So. Fuck you guys. But you look great. Yeah, your jawline looking fucking slick. Defined. <laughs> fucking svelte right but now, It's bro. just because I have a beard and you can't see the other chin. Well, we all 
think Slim's gonna win this challenge, and we can't wait. Yeah, to watch fuck him. you, creep. Oh, we no, can't wait to watch him doing pretty good too. Reap, yeah. reap the benefits, reap the rewards. Josh, is this episode gonna be out uh, this week? No, we have uh, Sue and KC coming out this week. Okay, well, then by the time this comes out. <laughs> I can't recommend that you go to the Neighborhood show this Saturday, and I can't recommend that you go to the Burner Boy show this Friday. But if I could recommend them, I would, and so I will. Anyways, uh, my little brother last played on stage, shout out to Young Dweez, on my 30th birthday mm. at a tiny little theater uh, in kind of near Echo Park with his old band called Breakfast. And that night, they didn't know it was their last show, but that ended up being their last show. Mm. And he's like, I don't think I'll ever perform on stage again. And he like, you know, he's not like a, he's played music his whole life. And I had no idea. It, yeah, myself, I was like, he's going to work in the studios and do music on that side. But I don't think he'd ever play again. And then he got roped into these shows uh, last year that were like a live digital performance for this band, The Neighborhood. Which before Sean started playing with them, I had never heard of. It's not really sweater my, weather. It's not really my genre of music. Um, I didn't know much about it when I was really young. I used to listen to K Rock, and they were sort of like a K Rock band. Like that's the best way I could put it for modern times. And now I've obviously listened to a lot of their stuff. Sean helped work on their last album, which I'm sure we've talked about on the pod before. But they just played in New York City to a huge crowd and flushing. The Nas like played that. Same stage the weekend before, and they killed it, and they're going to be playing the the Hollywood Bowl. And I just wanted to recommend that you go to the Hollywood Bowl, or have if you went, then I hope you enjoyed the Hollywood Bowl and watching the neighborhood. My boy Sean on stage because he's on stage again, playing percussion, playing a little bit of keys for about half the songs, and that's going to be really exciting to see my bro on stage hey, at the Hollywood yeah. Bowl. Congrats, young Dweez. So I guess this is, my, this is my recommendation and also a, uh, a congrats to, to the young Dweez. And another recommendation is if you, like me, want to know more about why Slim doesn't think Killer Mike is a good artist at, at all and just threw him all the way out of the bus. Go all the way back, Kayla. We know Run the Jewels is dope, all right? Everyone loves Run the Jewels. But I'm talking about Pledge of Allegiance to the Grind Volume 1, Pledge of Allegiance to the Grind Volume 2. They didn't play any of his shit except <laughs> Kryptonite, bro. Get over it. You're not going to fucking like, try hump a girl in the early 2000s because it was okay back then, like, to Killer Mike. You might. Unless it's Kryptonite. Kryptonite. You might. You might. No, so, Pledge of Allegiance to the Grind Volume 1, Pledge of Allegiance to the Grind Volume 2. Go back and listen to those. There's a recommendation for that ass. And... Have a good evening. Hug your friends. Tell them you love them, even when you disagree with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, fuck Dweez. And this has been another episode of the FCFC pod. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank Bye. Thanks, DJ Mike. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. FCFC. FC. FC. FCFC. FC. 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 F